How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to The Little Things with Mitch and Jake. Jake, we're going to get right to it. The Little Things Apparel. Our sale just ended. Tell us about it. Dude, I cannot believe it. Thank you so much to everyone who bought some Little Things gear. I know we were really excited to launch that, uh, Mitch and I, and it turned out great. It, it actually turned out better than we expected. So we uh, we just closed the store down um, earlier this week, and we sold a ton of uh, hooded sweatshirts, t-shirts. Uh, one of the pullovers was was really popular. So uh, we just want to say thanks, guys. It's It's something that Mitch and I wanted to give back to you guys, and I know you spent some time with us now. We're about to record episode 29, but it's exciting times here with the little things, and, and we just wanted to reach out and say thank you. Yeah, thanks again, guys. I appreciate the support, and looking forward here in a couple weeks to uh, to get my gear so we can kind of show it off a little bit. Throughout this season, we are going to be talking about things we have given up on. One organization that will always be there for us in a time of need is the National Guard. Today's South Dakota Army National Guard remains strong with more than 3,100 soldiers available to execute its mission. The mission of the South Dakota uh, Army National Guard is to provide combat capability to the war fight, security for the homeland, and provide combat-ready units in three roles, federal, state, and community. A special thank you to those serving our country from us at The Little Things. Our main goal is to show you by, that, by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. The question of the day, Jake, what is something you've given up on? The answer to that question, trying to make friends. Well, Jake, I could not picture myself in this predicament. I need people around me to share my life with, and I know you're the same way. What's your first reaction to all this? I am the same way, Mitch, and this is honestly, it kind of bums me out a little bit. I know, you know, we've talked about this before, but season three is is a tough question that, that's posed you know, something that you've given up on and this answer trying to make friends is is no different. And I'm curious to see where this conversation goes. I think uh, friendship is one of the thing one of the things that, you know, alters and and kind of evolves a little bit as time grows on and as we grow older. But uh, obviously put ourselves in these kids' shoes, you know, during a time of, of middle school and high school and with everything going on, um, I can certainly see where a kid might get in this type of, of, of frame of mind here and, and want to reach out and have more friends. Um, and I think it's something that's becoming a little bit more common today's society. So uh, excited to dive into this one. What are your thoughts? Starts at a young age. I think uh, from, a, from an early age, we, we want to surround ourselves with people, regardless of our personality. I mean, obviously, if we're an introvert, we, we tend to stay away, but we still need those people that we need to come back to. And obviously, if you're an extrovert, you want people around you at all times. But it does. It starts at a young age. you got to make friends. you got to build relationships. Uh, you use your past experiences to, to jet you moving forward. And I think we all have things that happen to us, both good and bad, uh, at, at a young age that have impacted our relationships and how we reach out in building those new relationships. Does that make any sense? 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, uh, you know, building those relationships and utilizing the experiences that we have, it, it does have such a profound effect. And I think that that effect sometimes isn't realized until much later on in life. You know, when you go through something as a child, maybe something traumatic or something you saw or something you heard, it, it really takes an effect on you. And that, that effect and that experience can 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 play a, a role in your life, you know, for years to come. And it's just not uh, not noticed to maybe the extent that it needs to be. But uh, yeah, it, it starts off young and it's certainly something to, to look out for and, and certainly something that a lot of kids go through. I think of Humans of New York, and I know I brought it up in an earlier episode about the program. It's it's some guy that goes out and he, he builds relationships with just random people in New York and sits down, takes time to get to know their story. And the, uh, what I've gathered are people have unbelievable stories. I knew this before, but just unbelievable stories that would just blow your mind. And one of them... Uh, he just met some guy in Central Park, it looked like, and sat down and talked to him. And these guys share any kind of stories, and it, they put it in this book. Again, it's Humans of New York. you got to check it out. But this story in particular was this guy sitting on a bench. I think he was smoking a cigarette. And he tells a story about when he was a kid. And they they had all these decorations. They had this huge birthday. I think it was like his ninth or 10th birthday. Invited everyone in his class to come. They were going to have a great time. And he remembers that day his mom was getting things ready, and he sat on the couch right in front of the picture window and waited for his friends to come and waited and waited and waited, and no one ended up coming. And he tells this story, and at the end he said, well, basically this this was the start of my story. This was a this was it. This is where everything led. And I think we all have stories like that that have impacted us and our ability to build relationships moving forward. Yeah, that's, I know you've brought that up, uh, humans of New York before, but that's, that story is just so impactful on, on just what a, what an experience can do to a person. And more than an experience, what, what the people in our lives can do to us, honestly. You know, we can have people who positively impact our lives, who, who love and care for us and will be there in a pinch. And then we have people who who completely deter us and send us in the wrong direction and, and persuade us into doing things that maybe aren't best for us. And we have so many of, of these experiences and so many of these different types of people that come in and out of our lives that they just create, they create different perspectives, they create different bonds. Uh, they create, uh, you know, different resentments as well too, which we've talked about in prior episodes. They create so many different things, and it's just eye-opening to hear, you know, an adult uh, go back to a memory of when he was nine or ten years old with such vivid memory like that, and 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 the impact that it had on his life. But it does. I mean, it, it builds it builds a stage for how you're going to move forward. And sometimes we can never get over that. I want to focus on those kids that didn't come. I mean, what? Why didn't they? I'm sure some of them were busy, but looking at parents and kids, like we do little things in our life every single day. Okay, we we move forward, we do li- uh, we do these things, and we don't think about the impact. Chances are, a lot of them that didn't show up that day forgot about it, didn't even think about it. Two days later, they just well, yeah, it didn't go, whatever, and it impacted this person. And he's still talking about it 30, 40 years later. And we do. We have that power. And I know we've talked about it in this podcast, but I think sometimes we forget about uh, the power that we do have over people that we really have no idea that we have power over. 
and that's that's one of the main you know that's one of the main foundations that we laid when when we put together this podcast and the idea that we had Mitch was we we never truly know what people are going through you know we we brush shoulders with people you know and maybe not in in 2020 in the social distancing world but in layman's terms we brush shoulder with people all the time at restaurants uh at work uh at school you know at family gatherings on on social media in our phones whatever it may be like we're constantly engaged with people and constantly communicating and you you and i might know might not know what someone across the table or across the room is going through we just never know so it's important to to create these these little things you know these little conversations these little questions of hey how you doing today notice you've been a little off like little interactions like that play such an important piece in in our development and in everyday life i I just think it's important to to continue to touch on those things and like you said you can see the impact that it had on on both that man and and you know maybe the kids that that didn't show up that day either so it's it's just super interesting and, and super important um these little things that we encounter in life so why do we put so much pressure on ourselves to make friends, especially at an early age? Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I'd call it pressure, Mitch. I might go a different way with this. I, I don't know if we put pressure on ourselves. I think, I think society and and the perspective that that we have on the outside world plays a big factor. I, I think that kind of um, that kind of shoves us shoves us into a, a different perspective. And here's what I mean by that. We, we always look at the, the popular kids in high school, um, you know, with, with all the friends, the big group, uh, you know, the star of the football team like you were, Mitch, you know, at Northwestern yeah, uh-huh, High. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, the, the guys who are at the top of the food chain at work, um, all the social media stars and influencers and celebrities, like we always look to these people and they're so relevant because they're showed on, on TV and social media all the time that we you know, we fall into that comparison trap. We've talked about comparison before just a few, uh, a few episodes ago. I don't want kids and I don't want young adults to fall into this comparison trap because it, it takes away from, from who you are. And, and more importantly, it, it almost deters a little bit of your, your, your friendships that you have, your, your circle of influence, your circle of trust. It, it eats away at that because you're so focused and so worried on, well, I don't have as many friends as this person or I don't have as many followers as that person and you're just taking away from the special thing that that you are and the people close to you can be uh, if you chose to focus on that so I don't know if it's pressure I don't know if it's pressure that we're putting on ourselves I think society and social media is naturally putting us um, in kind of a, a frame of mind that I think in turn actually puts pressure um, on the individuals who who are taking in all this information, if that makes any sense. It does. Uh, I got to assume this kid that put this message down, something you've given up on trying to make friends, probably had put some pressure on themselves prior to this and then finally just said, I'm done. I've tried, you know, a lot of kids go to new schools and they try to do it and they struggle and they give up. Um, I'm going to go right with you with, uh, we do have a tendency to compare our lives with others around us we that's just kind of a human nature thing and when we do that we start we start to forget what like makes our relationships special and what make them work because we're trying to achieve things that we see because guess what jake for the most part in relationships we see like the mayberry side of it we see the family 
with two kids and a dog walking down the street and holy smokes they got it figured out you know because we we don't really know what they're going through on a day-to-day basis and I got thinking about this uh, on a walk the other day I was listening to a podcast about relationships and being intentional and basically just sitting down once a week and coming up with a game plan and how we're going to be intentional and it's like yeah when you're listening to it it's like yeah I want that I like I want that but then you take a step back and it's like that but that's not us that's not what makes us who we are I mean that's not what makes our relationship special so why do I want that it's because this person that I have no idea about talking on a podcast is telling me I need to do this and I'm like well that sounds great I mean, this guy's successful. I got to do this stuff. And he talks about his relationship, and I'm sitting here saying this as people are listening to our podcast, probably thinking the same thing. But basically, what I'm saying is if it's not broken, don't fix it. Take tidbits where you need to improve on in your life, use them, and the rest of it, compare yourself. Appreciate the work and the strength that you have and the, your ability to grow. Don't try to change everything because not everything needs to change. Like I said, it's not broken. Don't fix it. Yeah, I, I like that, Mitch. I, I got a couple things to to add on that, and and thanks for sharing. One one to right away, you said, you know the the individual, the kid who wrote this. You know, I've been trying to make friends. I've been trying to make friends, and I'm just giving up on it. You know, like I want I want that kid. Like I'm speaking directly to that kid right now who wrote that confession. Like keep being you. You know, whether it's a boy or a girl, whether you've found a, a close-knit group of friends or if you're still trying to find those close friendships, like, keep being you. I mentioned this on a podcast ep- episode a long time ago, Mitch, um, I believe in season two, where um, I heard on a podcast, ironically, one time that focus on finding your tribe. Like, be yourself, love yourself, keep doing the things that you're good at and that you're passionate about and keep driving... Um, keep driving towards your goals with with the person that you are and and strive to be and then ultimately the people with similar mindsets and similar paths and similar goals are are gonna they're gonna follow you and they're gonna they're gonna be attracted to you and they're gonna want to be a part of of your successes and and i think that's what i would say to that kid is just keep being yourself keep growing keep developing and and you'll find your tribe um and then one other thing I want to comment on there too, Mitch, was I, I agree to a certain extent. If if it's not broke, don't fix it. What I will say to that is is make sure the thing that you feel like it isn't broken, m- make sure that it's in fact not broken. Um, I think that's a thing of of perspective. Like like make sure that you have enough self awareness to to see that if you're say you're in a relationship and you have some good days, you have some bad days, maybe someone's there for you, maybe someone's not. Um, but it's, it's, it's scary to go outside and maybe experience something else. It's scary to maybe leave that person. Um, and maybe you have some friends that are, that are deterring you or you hear some voices that are saying, Hey man, maybe, maybe this isn't the best, you know, maybe this isn't the best thing for you. Like if it's broke, don't fix it, but, but make sure what you believe to not be broken, make sure it actually isn't broken. Does that make any sense? Yeah, and I think that's where friends in your corner and having relationships with people helps you a lot. When you're on an island making those decisions by yourself, emotions get in your way and it it clouds us a little bit. 
you know, you got to take pride in the communication that you have. You got to keep that open line of communication and just say, "Hey, how are things going? Tell me, like, what what can we do to make this better? I want to make this work." And we don't have those conversations a lot because we don't want to hear the answer to them. And that's not only with your spouse; it's it's with your kids, it's with your friends. It's we just don't want to have it because uh, we don't really know, or I, we really don't want to hear the answer to it. But mm-hmm. My question, and, well, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, just real quick, Mitch, you know, you and I have been in those situations before, you know, as well, too, as as have, you know, many, many of our listeners, where we don't want to have those t- tough conversations, but, you know, ultimately they are uncomfortable, but a long time, most of the time they can save you from, they can save you some time, they can save you some pain and and some hurt in the long run if you end up having them in the first place. So I know they're not easy to have, but a lot of times those those conversations and and viewpoints and stuff that you're holding in, they they build up and and trust me, they will boil over. So that just wanted to add that. Well, and we're going down rabbit holes, so I'll jump down one here too. I've been I started it, I think. So Let's I apo- do it. I apologize that for that, Jake, but I tell you what, this uh, COVID, this quarantine stuff that uh, I was dealing with a couple of weeks ago was probably the best thing that happened to me in my professional career. And the reason was, um, I mean, I walked a ton. I mean, miles, seven, eight miles a day. Just couldn't sit still. But I listened to a lot of podcasts and it made me reflect on my family and my life, school, and how it all correlates with each other. And I talked about it early and just being intentional and telling people how you feel. I did that. I chose some some uh, relationships that I have within school and even home too. And I took the time to have those conversations and real ones and point out like the elephant in the room because we just don't do that. And I'll tell you what, they were the best conversations I've had as a school administrator because they were real. I wasn't trying to hide around anything. And it just kind of goes back to trying to make new friends. I think it's that vulnerability. It's that identifying the elephant in the room we don't we don't want to we don't get to that point so we just give up okay that's fine we give up but we never really grow don't give up trying to make new friends you just haven't found that one you've clicked with yet don't give up by trying to have deep and meaningful conversations with the people you love because you'll become a better person and your relationships will be stronger if you take the time to do that I love it, Mitch. I'm cheesing out right now, That's man. Good. I, That's good, right? I, I lo- That's right. I, I love this. Jumping stuff. down rabbit holes, everyone. You know, as soon as we can find them. Well, yeah. I mean, you said, you know, you said be intentional. Like you were intentional with your conversations, and and I smile. You know, looking back here at just um, being able to start to meet some new people in Sioux Falls, even you know, just out and about or at work um, or through some connections, and and I often I often get into maybe. <laughs> maybe more deep conversations than others do just because I, I enjoy learning about people. And I think it's, you know, it, I think it catches some people off guard, but I think other people appreciate that. You know, other, you know, people like getting asked about themselves. People like, like answering questions. And I, I just, maybe I did, maybe I took it for granted, but I just enjoy trying to have those deeper conversations and, and get to know people on a, a deeper level. And like you've said, it's, it's been great and i've had some great conversations and and met some really great people along the way too so i'm trying to think in uh the table group patrick lynchoni uh said four, uh three things 
that you needed to have a satisfying workplace. So I'm glad you said that because being known, he said, was one of them. And I think that's that's very true. Uh, measurable, having something measurable, like you're able to see your growth. That's something that you can you can uh, track. And then purpose and meaning. Your job needs to have purpose and meaning. It needs to, at the end of the day, you need to put your feet up and be able to feel like you've accomplished something that's going to help other people out. I added a fourth one. I think challenge is a huge thing. I think we need to be challenged in our work. But I'm, I, I had to had to say that, like I said, it has really nothing to do with trying to make friends. But you said you get to know people. And I think that's one of the biggest things, not only in our workplace, but in our in our society, in our church at home, um, in our community, we want to be known. And when we are able to be known, it gives us that comfort to go out and try to try to make new friends. And that's where this kid's struggling right now. Yeah. And, and we touched on this in season two, <laughs> season two was a big, uh, a big season, Mitch. I know we're on only season three, but, um, it, it is a, a challenge to meet new people and, and, and feel out people on a on a deep level right away but i think we've covered that i can't remember the exact episode i wish i could i knew it was in season two but you and i uncovered that that we enjoy that challenge you said you added challenge to that list me and you enjoy that challenge i i think one of the main meanings of life is is growth and and growth is challenging growth is developing yourself and and challenging yourself to be better and me and you are like that. Me and you are just kind of wired that way. But there's also people who who get very comfortable. They they do get very content. Um, they they don't try to to make new friends or to meet new people or to have you know new deep meaningful connections. And I think you know not all, but I do think that hinders quite a few people out there is just getting out of that comfort zone. So I, I'm glad that you added that because I think that's. Uh, uh, a nice little nuance into that list is it's it's challenging to form those new deep connections but i also think there's so much to learn and grow from them so this is going to transition really well into our next question and those people that are in their comfort zone are really going to argue one side of this let's discuss the quality over quantity uh discussion i guess like as far as friends go because those people in the comfort zone are going to say like I've got my close friends. I've got quality friendships. I don't need to expand. What What do you think? Mm-hmm. And and those people are 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 right in a sense. You know, if if they want to be if they want to be content and comfortable, they're going to be it. You know, um, people are 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 tough to change. You can't change someone unless they are willing to change themselves. What What I would want to challenge someone who would be arguing that point. Um, and, and I'm all about, you know, a tight inner circle as well too. Like I have a close knit group of friends that, that I kind of stick to and go to, but I also like to challenge myself to meet new people because I gain new perspective. I gain new perspective. I gain new meaning. I, I learn so much more when I interact with different people and you might be in kind of the same boat, but, um, the people that, that do argue quality there are there are points to both i i'm i'm huge on quality and everything um and quantity is is important too but i think it's important to to challenge yourself to get out of that circle a little bit because sometimes that circle can can possibly be holding you back it can keep you 
possibly too content, too comfortable. You know, there's spots and in, in times in life where you coast through life or coast through work or job or coast through a relationship and then you find yourself down the road maybe getting passed up for a promotion or the relationship isn't as smooth as it's been and and maybe one of you decides that it's time to see someone else. Well, if you had maybe a, a different perspective or, or had some some other people to reach out to and, and, and gain some perspective and learning from and some growth from, then maybe those relationships, maybe those uh, career opportunities would have went differently. So I think there's arguments to both sides, and I think there's valid points to both sides, but that's kind of where I, where I see it. No, I'm with you, and I think that your inner circle needs to be one that is very, very supportive. Because I think a lot of times we we're, we get in that comfort zone and then we reach out, right? Uh, we go out to meet new people. We become vulnerable and something happens or, heaven forbid, we just go back because it's time to go back. And when it's not a good foundation, we struggle. We go back to old habits because we might reach out, develop new things, get good perspective, and then we come back into our comfort zone. We forget all that stuff and that development that we gain. So I think it's really important to surround yourself with good people that that share your same values and and things like that and i think we we struggle with that sometimes because it's it's like i said comfortable but just going back to your point about um the quantity of friends and i i remember you know we've had quite a few friends since we moved to to watertown in college you know high school friends and we just you know, everyone's like, hey, let's hang out for a weekend or let's, you know, let's grab some beers some night. And it's like, you know, that I want to, geez, I want, I want to do it with all of them. And I remember Sherry and I having this conversation and it's like, geez, if we would spend one night with everyone we say we're going to, I mean, we just, we, you and I wouldn't work together because we wouldn't know each other anymore. And I, I just, it's tough to see friends fade out of your life, but I think that's just a, a natural way about it. And you just keep keep friends close to you that that share your same vision and and where you want to go in life. Yeah, and that's that's a valid point, Mitch, and and I think that that ties in well to kind of wrapping up this this episode as well too is there's there's I don't think there's a fine line. There's friends that we have in our lives that that we talk to a lot. You know, you don't have to put a number on it, but whether it's daily you know, weekly or every two weeks, um, you talk quite a bit and those would be one of your high quality friends too in your circle. But there's also people in your inner circle who you could go, you know, three, four, five, maybe even six months without talking to, or maybe it's just a, uh, you know, a Snapchat or a text message here and there. But when you have that conversation six months out, it's like you guys never left. It's like nothing, nothing ever changed. You still have that deep connection. You still have that friendship foundation there. And it's like nothing changed. And, and I think we, we have all different types of, of friends and, and people in our lives like that. Um, but quality is important. It's, it's, it's very important to have those true quality, good people. And like you mentioned, supportive people in our lives because they, they truly help us out in life and help us get in, in the right direction. I remember looking back on on this discussion and just kind of identifying who who my quality friends were like, who was my inner circle and who were my good friends outside of that. And as I continue moving on, my like inner circle of, of friends isn't as strong as it used to be. And there's very few people in it. 
And I started to realize I might not even have a circle. My circle might be home. I mean, my best friend might, you know, probably my wife, person I know in my life the most inside and out. We've been dating for 345 years. It's my wife. And like, that's who I want to come home to and share my, uh, my excitements, my achievements, my struggles. My my inner circle is like wrestling around with my kids when I get home from work, and I couldn't be happier about that. So when you talk about quality and quantity, my inner circle is my family. And then outside of that, I do need a good network, and I've got a lot of people, and I have to, to, I have to do a better job at balancing that. But I will tell you, if you can live a life where your inner circle is within your home, holy smokes, it's 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 a blast. I'm telling you that. And just for you guys, listeners, that anniversary number, I think it was 343 years, that's not far off. Yeah, right, right. That is not far off. I, I met Mitch when he was just a young buck, and I know you guys know the beard that he has now, but he used to be a, a young-looking fellow with just a little bit of peach fuzz. A fella is that right. Mitch. A fella is right. And 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 you guys, uh, you very well know this, that he was with Sherry at that time, too, so... Um, the anniversary number isn't far off. Just wanted to make sure everyone knew that. Through thick and thin, Jake. Just remember that. That's right. So talking about that, I mean, obviously, like I said, we've been dating since the dinosaurs, but how do our relationships with our friends change throughout the years? Yeah, I, I think friendship naturally evolves. As as we grow up, I think there are certain things that become more important. You know, I, I think of... I'm big on core values and 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 goals or, or direction. I, I want to I want to continuously head in an upward trend in, in life and continue to achieve and continue to grow. And I want my circle and, and my friends to, to be in a similar frame and a, a similar mindset. So I, I think it evolves. I think things change, especially when you're younger. Uh, a lot of that is, you know, we've talked about this in a prior episode, but when you're in high school, you almost don't have much of a choice, especially for, you know, the Midwest kind of rural areas. You don't have much of a choice of, of who your friends are. And I still have really close friends from my childhood as well, too, bar none. But um, a lot of people get to college and, and afterwards and, and expand a little bit and kind of get a little, you know, wide eyed at just how many different people you know different types of people are out there with different perspectives too and and start to form some of those new bonds so um it it evolves i think there's some core things that stay the same and there's certainly some core people that stay in our lives which are very important to us but i think that friendship naturally evolves as as we grow and develop as well too i think with i think you're absolutely right i think we rely on our friends in a different way as we get older and they you know they they got to satisfy our needs and what what we're asking for that that supportive piece and don't get me wrong when we're in high school we need supportive friends as well but it's on a different level and we have people in our life that are are invested in us invested into our families uh push to for, for us to be successful and those are the best friends and uh, you keep them in your corner they're they're very similar to you uh, a lot of the same values and interests and when you got those people in your corner, you keep them and, and you you take risks because you you know there's uh, people there to help you out uh, if you happen to fall. Before the end, we revisit past episodes and include reviews and questions from our audience. We read a few shout-outs as well. Comments from our listeners are brought to you by Alan and Connie Fannin Foundation, 
which was created to enhance the quality of life for children. Thank you for your support of the little things. Uh, Jake, a couple shout-outs here. I mean, I think people really enjoyed the uh, the quick hits. Yeah, the, the quick hit was really cool, Mitch. I really enjoyed doing that. That's uh, our last episode here where we just hopped on and, and kind of talked about whatever happened that morning. Uh, and we're going to continue to do those. They're, they're quick episodes, uh, 10 to 12 minutes or so, and we're just going to hop on and and kind of wing it just uh kind of a free-for-all and see what's on our mind for those days and we had a lot of cool people that that reached out and said that was a neat idea so um that and then i just wanted to give a quick shout out to to everyone that that bought uh some apparel that bought some some clothing we we just appreciate that so much we had a blast putting it together and it's going to be so much fun to 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 see you guys listeners and and have you guys out and about in Little Things Gear. So super, super appreciative of that. Thank you so much. Yeah, there were like in the last week, four or five people reached out and said, yeah, I'm just, it's like they feel bad that they're behind on this stuff. And it's like, well, geez, it takes us two to three weeks to record one. It's like, I get busy. I mean, I understand where you're at with that. But just them reaching out and saying, hey, I just finished a couple of these or just finished the quick hit. I mean, geez, that's what that's what fuels us man i mean I, I i love that support i love to hear it like elaborating on some of the concepts and I, it just it means a lot to me and i know jake it means a lot to you that uh, people people are uh, interested in what we're doing here and i you know just probably the best way to show that interest is to to engage send us some emails on what you think uh, i will say I'll, I'll admit right now i don't know what happened to the password of my email address so i haven't been on like a month i've tried it and i know you've been on a couple times and um responded to some people and i appreciate that but jake you want to give that uh, email address so people can can respond and and for you listeners out there it's okay i I do more of the technical stuff here for the little things podcast so we'll just give mitch a break on the face i'm the face of it is what i've heard i've got uh, a nice face for radio (laughs) <laughs> but uh that email guys is the little things dot mitch and jake at gmail.com i've been to respond to some really cool emails uh you guys are, are catching up on episodes whether you're starting towards the beginning in season two or even in season three as each episode releases uh you guys are reaching out and please continue to do so we're active through email we're active on our facebook page the little things podcast as well too um, if you guys want to send Mitch and I a, a message directly, feel free to do so. But we enjoy that engagement. You you continue to to fuel this thing, and and we couldn't be uh, we couldn't be more happy to do so. So uh, appreciate you guys, and continue to rate and review us on any of the podcast platforms as well. Our last comments are brought to you by Safe and Secure Security Equipment out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. They specialize in cameras and alarm door access. They work with schools, banks, medical facilities, and various commercial buildings around the Midwest and beyond. They are dependable, efficient, and get the job done right. Give them a call at 605-543-5068 for more details. Jake, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Are you ready? Let's go. Yeah. We didn't even talk about this, but let's get after it. What would you say is the one thing that you can think of, and there's a hundred things, that you demand i don't want to say demand but but need out of your relationships you have in your life right now Ooh, i like that (laughs) i like i had to i had to throw it out there man um one one of the main things that comes to to mind is the word trust 
I know we've talked about that in previous ep- episodes, but that's one one thing that I need um, out of my friendships. And what I mean by that is I need to be able to trust my, my inner circle and, and my friends with with making sure they're telling me how it is and, and making sure that they're letting me know if I'm not there for them and making sure that I, I can trust them with, with the, the stuff that I'm communicating to them. So if, if, I need, if I need help, if I'm asking for help or, or need some guidance or assistance, um, I need to trust that, that they're going to tell me the right thing and, and they're going to tell me the, the real thing and the thing that's going to set me in the right direction versus, you know, just kind of putting a, a Band-Aid on it, if you will. So that's a, that's a big word that, that comes uh, in, in mind to me. And like we've talked about before, once trust is broken, it's it's really hard to repair that sucker. So that's that's one of the main things. Uh, I know you caught me off guard there, but that's one of the words that came to mind right away. Liked it. I like that. Um, I'm gonna kind of change gears on it. I know obviously the trust, that's integrity, all that stuff is is crucial, and I need that too. But flexibility. I need flexibility in my life right now. I've got a a loving family, a wife, and kids that. Um, I enjoy spending time with and I've got really good friends in my life that that know that hey we'll get to it we'll be there for you school's crazy right now we don't talk to our friends probably on like a monthly basis it seems like but geez every time we get together no one holds it against each other we have a good time like we just saw each other two days ago and um, yeah I I appreciate the flexibility out of my friend groups right now Uh, really enjoy it and look forward to hanging out with them soon. I love it, man. Even though you had time to think on it, I, I still love it. <laughs> hey, that's why I asked you first, you know. But <laughs> tune in for the next episode. The question, what is something you've given up on? The answer to that question, asking for help. This is Mitch. And Jake. Signing out. This was a special presentation of The Little Things by Mitch and Jake. For more details on the podcast or the project, check out mitch-reed.com, itsjustjake.com, or purchase Cardboard Confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.